Welcome to the Self-Publishing School Podcast. This is the podcast to listen to if you're an aspiring writer or an author who wants to be more successful. On this show, you'll learn how to write and launch a book successfully, all from the top authors and people just like you who are doing it at the highest level. I'm your host, Chandler Volt, the founder of Self-Publishing School, the author of the book called Published, and the CEO of selfpublishing.com. For free training on how to publish a book that sells 10,000 copies, go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. Hey, Chandler Bolt here. Joining me today is Garrett White. Uh, Garrett is the founder of, you've probably heard of this, um, The Wake Up Warrior Movement. He's also the author of six books, including the best-selling book, The Warrior Book. Uh, he's the creator of Warrior Week and also the host of top-rated podcasts, uh, including uh, Warrior on Fire, Warrior Wealth, and Date Your Wife. Uh, has way more books than you'd even know of if you searched on Amazon, and there's some strategy behind that, and that's what we're going to be talking about today, along with um, how to use books to grow your business. It's something he's done just an amazing job of and just created a, a huge movement in the Wake Up Warrior movement. So Garrett, super excited to have you here. Pumped to be here. Excited. Wait, you're, you're, you're a young man that's created some early success. Now, now we hope you don't lose it. Don't lose it, bro. <laughs> I've already right. built one and lost it and built another one. So yeah, the, the, the not losing part's a good one. Yes, sir. It's a different skill set to make it than to keep it, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the skill set of writing a book, and then it's the skill set of having a book get, get you paid. Those yes. two different things, right? You can write yes. all the books you want, still not fucking get paid, right? So, like getting paid <laughs> and also writing a book that matters. Uh, it appears that you, Hal Elrod, Hal Elrod, I saw him a couple yep. interviews he did with you. He's done some mm -hmm. amazing jobs. A lot of people have done that. So, yeah. excited to be here and talk about books, excited to talk about Warrior, talk about. Talk about what we've done with uh, with books to be able to launch uh, 55,000 client experience with members of Wake Up Warrior all over the globe and how they leverage my books in video, audio, and text format to be able to actually consume our curriculum and learn how to live our system. For sure. So first off, why books? I mean, why is this, why, why is this such a kind of fundamental part of your business and why did you write the first one? So... I, um, wait, I had, if we go back, I graduated from college, I read five books total. Graduate from high school to college, one of which was Lord of the Flies. That was a great one. And then the second was, was uh, Friday Night Lights. So, was a, so I read five, only remember two. So I remember Piggy and the Conch, which is a book they used to require some 45. Now I used to require us to read that in, in elementary, middle school. And then it was about a bunch of boys on an island who try to kill each other. It's fantastic. Nowadays, they'd call that book completely incorrect. They would cancel the shit out of it and you couldn't read it. And 90% of our class would have had ADD medication, but they let us all be fucking crazy. And that's how we made money. So then the other book I read was uh, Friday Night Lights because I thought I was going to be a football player and a, and a strength coach my whole life. And after I got done playing football at Boys State and played professionally arenally, arena leagues for a bit, uh, I ended up as a coach. Uh, and I'd read five books. That's it, right? I literally went to college. I didn't read shit. I just was really good at what I did. I could memorize things and get it in and get it out real fast. So I don't remember anything from college outside. I was way better than everybody else in my PE degree. Uh, pedagogy, because it was natural for me to lead and guide people. So I just like pulled the shit out of my ass and nailed it. So I'm sitting there as a coach on a Thursday afternoon uh, before a homecoming match. Um, and I have my boys out there for familiar football. We got a Clemson helmet on your, your, uh, your, your bookshelf there. So I'm confident, you know, what the fuck I'm talking about. So we're doing a little, we're doing a little walk through Skelly with shorts and jerseys and helmets on, on a Thursday homecoming game. The next night field is fresh cut back when all of us had real grass and couldn't have AstroTurf and 92 angle camera angles from everywhere. 
So we, we were we were getting ready, and I just had a moment, and that moment was like, "Is this is this literally is this what I've been born to do? Like, is this it? Like, I'd already been married and divorced once, and had a son at the time I never saw. I was like, he lived in Canada with his mother, and I was like, is this it?" And uh, in that same week time period, my friend gave me a book and he said, read this. And it was Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. So this is 20, this is 20, this is 21 years ago, right? So I picked this book up and I'm obsessed with this book. Like I can't stop reading it. And for the next like six to 12 months, I just read anything that Robert Kiyosaki put out. I would buy the audio tapes every Friday, I'd go into the Barnes and Noble, I'd get the audio tape version of the book. I would listen to it as many times as I could in my Audi put it in the tape player, listened to it as many times as I could. Didn't have all the fucking shit that like everybody gets now. I mean, the time I was doing this, Chandler, 21 years ago, you'd have been what? How old are you now? 28? Yep. 28 years old. You were seven. You were seven, Chandler, when I was putting <laughs> tapes into the tape player. So you're like, fucking tapes, what? So I'm putting tapes into the tape player. I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm listening. And then that led me on a journey for the next like 10 years. I just consumed everything. I found the power in books. It was like being able to have a mentor in my car. And that's why yes. I, that's what I felt like. Um, so that was be, long before I cared, cared about writing. I just, I consumed. Um, yeah. And reading books like changed like everything about my life. Like it was like just obsessed with the fact that I could obtain knowledge yeah. like this. So that was, that was kind of the beginning of my whole writing game was like yeah. reading. Yep. We have very similar stories in that sense. This is called a book, a $15 mentor, right? And, and it's books change lives. They, they change the lives of the readers. They change the lives of the authors. And obviously you've been on both sides of that. So fast forward, why from, okay, a book changed your life. Then why start writing books? I mean, that you're kind of on this path of already having a successful business. Like why interject a book and take time out of everything that you're doing with the business to actually write a book and then now do six of and make that's just, it seems like such a fundamental part of the strategy. So, so like Wiggle Warrior was born in roughly 2009 and 10. It was a, it was a way to put my life back together. I've been, my, my business were destroyed. My marriage was falling apart. I had cheated on my wife. She's pregnant with our second together. And like, I was like addiction is like, just my life was not working. It just was not working. My wife had every right to throw me out. Should have, um, to this day, the fact that she didn't was incredible. Um, not necessarily speaking of the character of who I am, but just like what she chose to do for her. I think God was working our lives in a way that I just, I didn't recognize at the time. So I, um, as I came to terms with all this and I came to terms with, with what my life was at, like, I, I just started documenting things in a journal. And I started documenting a journal and these questions would come up in my mind. And I felt like God and this voice was like leading me to uncover something. Um, and I kept putting pieces down and writing. And so I was an avid journal writer at this time, just writing, writing, drawing diagrams. And I'd been like that for five or six, seven years, just lots of note taking. So I started writing in these journals and writing in these journals, and writing these journals. And I, I created this game. And this game was called The Warrior's Way to Having It All. And it was how I reverse engineered the production of my life to be able to put my business back on track, put my marriage on track put my body on track and then put my relationship with God back on track and like to get it all working. Cause I was like, can we, can we do this all at the same time? Well, it existed in about four or five journals, this game that I created. And then in 2012, a couple of my friends had seen me who knew I, when I was a banker during my first run of businesses from 2000, 2008, they were like, dude, you were a train wreck. Like now all of a sudden you're like a CrossFit monster and your marriage is on fire and you're like meditating and preaching and doing your thing and you're making money again. And like, dude, what did you do? I said, well, I created this game 
Um, I call it the Warriors way of having it all. And they're like, well, what's it all about? And I said, well, let me break out my four journals and let me teach you what I do every day and how I gamified my life. That's it. My guy was like, let me show you. So in late 2012, there's guy, the guys you may know, like uh, Sean Whalen, who runs Lions Not Sheep. He's one of the first few guys into Wake Up Warrior uh, as a student. And a handful of other guys, Ryan Stuman in the first year, a hardcore closer. A lot of these guys have written books and done amazing things too. These guys are all part of this original game. Like, how the fuck did you do this? Because we knew these guys from the investment world. And um, I was teaching out of journals. So Warriors launched in 2012, and I'm just teaching out of my journals. We would turn on the GoToWebinar long before the Zoom was cool. GoToWebinar was a thing, kind of back before your time, Chandler. You wouldn't know about that GoToWebinar. Now the Zoom's such a thing. <laughs> Tapes and GoToWebinar and, you know, track phones and razors that flipped that we oh, thought yeah. were fucking cool. Oh, yeah. So <clears throat> I'm teaching this all through 2012 and 13. I'm teaching out of my journals. And... I always had been into uh, PC tablets. So I started riding with PC tablets back in my banking years, like back in 2002 and three, when PC tablets were like $7,000, which is fucking unheard of. They were so heavy and flip the screen around and ride it. And you couldn't do video conferencing, but you could draw. So I did virtual meetings were big for me, even before virtual was cool. We were doing virtual as bankers and drawing out financial plans and drawing out investment strategies. So I would teach out of my journals to the guys and we would talk. And then I would, I would, and I kept drawing over and over and teaching the same shit over and over and over again through 2012, through 2013, through 2014. And finally, I'm sitting there during one, one afternoon out of nowhere, kind of like rewind back to, to the PE teaching days. And I have this moment where this, I'm like, why don't, why don't I put all this in a book? That would make a lot more sense. Then the guys could read this instead of me having to repeat myself all the time. I was like, well, I don't know how to write a book. How am I going to do that? And I'd done some stupid compilation books back in the day where I didn't, it, it was dumb. It made me feel good about myself, but I, I was embarrassed to show anyone because I was like, <laughs> me and 75 of the people in the book. Like, I, I just didn't want to do it that way. That works for some people, it just didn't work for me. So that was the first shift. Like, the first pivot was like, why don't I write a book? I'd never had the thought. Never had had the thought. I'd always read books, but I'd never once said, hey, why don't you be an author? I was like, write a book. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, okay. Whoa, wait a second. I could be like the Robert Kiyosaki for what I do for my people if I just wrote a book for them. So that was the first big pivot was I could just recognize that the fastest way to stop having to teach out of my journals and do it on a PC yeah. tablet over and over and over again was to put it in a book turning your broken record conversations into a best-selling book. It's, it's, it's the thing that you keep repeating over and over and over again that you don't want to keep repeating <laughs> uh, is, is, is crystallizing that into a book and then pointing to that book. So how long did it take you to get it written and published and how'd you do it? First book was Warrior Book. Um, but it started out as Black Book. So it was 2015. Um, I actually did it different than, than some people. Um, I was not really good at writing. Now I can sit down and write a book. Um, I've gotten very good at typing, getting my thoughts out, but that's taken, I mean, that's taken five, six years of writing every day actively for a couple hours with my finger strokes to get to a place where I felt really comfortable with that and my copy. Um, so I did it different. I took the same journals. I created frameworks and I divided up the frameworks, I had each framework be a chapter. And I, one of my abilities is the freestyle. So I freestyle speak real well. Um, and I've been doing radio and I've been doing podcasting and I've been doing video and I'd speak in large events and small events for years. 
And I was like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. So we set up a little mini studio in my office. And over three days, I recorded the entire book, which is I just would take the framework and I would speak it. We recorded it and we took the audios, the audios we transcribed. And then myself and one of my team members went through and we formed it, right? So we took the transcriptions for the, we took the frameworks and we took the transcriptions and we just carved it down and there we go. So that was like, that was like, but they took a bit of time, but once we had that down, it was good enough. And it, we, we published the first book it was called black book, which had five or six different editions to it. Then we, then it became warrior book. Um, and that was the one that we had about 35,000 copies of that um, purchase. We were selling that book for a hundred dollars online. Wow. And so let's, let's break down that for a little bit. Cause hundred dollar book, 35,000 copies sold. I couldn't find it on Amazon. I don't think as far as I know that it is on Amazon, it's just direct sales. So how'd you sell so many copies of that book? Uh, ads. So okay. we ran, we ran traffic in the beginning to sales funnels and then our, we would sell warrior books straight off. And then our, our plan was to turn it into a lead dev tool, but we weren't at the time we weren't set up like the way we are now at wake up warrior. So I didn't have the ability. I just said, we didn't have the offers now, like our first gateway offer for the first, from 2012 to 2000 and roughly 18, 19, your only way into warrior outside of buying the book was $10,000. So you made a $10,000 investment to start out. And then it went from 10,000 up to 250,000. Uh, so there wasn't really uh, like, we were very niched in boutique and who we dealt with um, and getting the book out was our first attempt to get the message wider. Cause we knew, although mm. from a business perspective, I was niched down to a specific target for profitability sake, for impact sake, like working with guys with three, $400 million companies, was very normal and natural for me to help them guide them to lead and even break a billion dollars go public, which we've had so many companies that guys go from 15, 20 K uh, a month to companies worth $120 million in less than four or five years. So like we've watched the, the power of what this system is and what warrior does for guys. But I also had this piece in my heart that was like, man, I want to meet the guy that's like me in 2000 as a B teacher or me sitting in my pit and fucking hating my life in 2009, who doesn't have $10,000, who doesn't have $100,000, where shit's not working, how do we meet that guy there? And so the desire for publishing Warrior Book was, was twofold. One, to meet those people who weren't currently prospects or candidates for the business uh, and, at the, and help, them, help them anyways. And then the second piece was to have it as a backbone of curriculum that my guys could listen to and study. Mm. It was more organized. So it was like dual Got fold, yeah. write the book to reach other people, but write the book mm. so that my clients could get clearer about what we were teaching and they would live it better. And has that been kind of the model that you've followed with each additional book is, okay, this book is going to be a fundamental piece of the curriculum and it's going to be, uh, and it's going to go out and help people who maybe couldn't purchase the program, but then also I would, have, I would assume in, in that process, bringing customers through that as well. hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. all I did with the box. So in 2019, so if we, in 2018, we like hit our pinnacles the first year that, uh, that the particular brand by itself broke 20 million. And I was like, okay, <clears throat> like, I was like, I just, I knew like things, felt, we were having a lot of success, but it still felt like we didn't have a spine. And I don't mean like a spine, like we're not powerful. We're not committed. Not that. I mean, like there, there was like, it seemed like we were missing. The book was not enough. That it seemed like we were still missing something. So I'd read a book called Membership Economy by one by the name of Robbie Baxter, which by the way, you'll think is a dude because you listen to audiobook and it's a guy out of Silicon Valley. And so of course you assume Robbie with the guy's voice, you're going to call him talk to Robbie, but Robbie is, well, Robbie has breasts. It's a woman. So 
you call her and Robbie guy, get on the phone. I'm super shocked at first. I'm like, oh, hello, you're a woman. She's like, yeah. I said, well, you should probably put your voice on your audio book because I thought you were a dude and I listened to you like five times. She's like, well, good. So you're a woman. I don't care if you're a woman, man, or a dog. It doesn't matter. It seems like you have something that could help me. So we started talking and, um, and then I hired her and uh, paid $25,000 for like a series of calls and or invested $25,000 in her. And in our first call, I, I was done. Like I didn't need another call and she listened to everything we're doing. She said, that sounds like the problem that you have is that you do not have a clear client journey. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. That's probably a good way to put it. She said, well, why don't you get that nailed? And then the rest of this will make more sense. And so in 2019, I created these, these, I just had a vision. I was like sitting there doing my normal warriors way work, part of which is annual planning in a really big way. And I saw these, I saw the warrior book in six books. And I saw six apps. I saw six apps and I saw six books. And I thought, we're going to take the worry book and I'm going to break each one of the core ideas, the code, the stack, the core, the door, and the game, these five concepts, these five pillars in our program. And I'm going to write a specific book for all of them plus two others. And so I did. So in one year, we followed the same protocol I'd written warrior book. We wrote six more books. We built the warrior box and we launched this $500 box that had six of the books plus a, a manual tool that we had in there and uh, wrote the books that way. So the, the whole goal with that was to take our students deeper like take them deeper. Again, dual fold with the box, which was reach people who want to buy the box and then bring them into our programs. And the second one was to support the members, which was the biggest one, to support our members in, uh, in the books. Hey, Chandler Bolt here. I hope you're loving this episode so far. It's time to go from inspiration to implementation. All right, so if you've learned something, we want to help you implement what you've learned with your book. So what I want you to do right now is go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a publishing consultation with one of the experts on my team. We'll talk about your goals for your book, your dreams, your challenges, your next steps, and we'll start putting together a plan. All right, so go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a call with the team. Let's see how we can help with your book. It's time to implement. And so, you, so you've got those six books on those six pillars. And how does that work within the larger ecosystem? Is it people can only buy the box as a whole, as, as kind of like a box set together? Can they buy individual books? The box set, I'm assuming, fits with the overarching kind of curriculums and programs, one program and curriculum per box and it matches up with the apps. Like how does kind of all that work together? So there's an app plus a book under each concept and then the books all fit in the box. But the only way to get the books right now is you either buy the box or you join one of our programs. So that's it. You join the programs. You don't get the physical box, but you get the audio. So I went in the studio and recorded all the audios to them because we recognized real quickly that this box, although awesome and the books are great and people like to read the books for sure, we get a way more traction. We get people to yeah. listen to them. So I recorded the audios. We built our own audio app. And so we had the books and we had the audio. And most of the consumption of those, we've had almost 10,000 boxes sold around the world. We found out shipping that box to some countries is a total nightmare. Gets caught up in customs and all kinds of things because it's just big. It's heavy. I mean, this is not like a selling one book. So we have not made a book. We had Be The Man, The Book, and Warrior Book up on um, to buy purchase online on Amazon for a period of time. And then we took those down. So right now, the only way you can buy a book for me um, or get access to a book is to actually be part of one of my programs. And if you're part of my program, mm. you get the book. So 2022 will be the first time we take all 
all six books directly to marketplace that go back up online individually and they're written as individual content. So we're in the rewrite of those now um, as it goes today with my teams and those will be ready on uh, the 1st of January, 2022. Got it. Nice. That's awesome. And how many, how many of the box sets did you say you guys have sold? So uh, over 10,000. 10,000. That's awesome. Yeah, and so, a piece. Actually right. sometimes around 297. So we've had some discounts based upon if there were bumps yeah. inside of a sales funnel. Got it. That makes sense. Okay. So you got, you've got the box set for 500 sometimes in a funnel is, is like kind of a, 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 an order bump or that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And then you've got using this as part of the curriculum. Yeah. What's the thought process behind now breaking these out as individual books and then kind of mass marketing them and that sort of thing? Uh, there's different entry points, right? So the way the warrior system works, like there, there's really these, there's six conversations, but there's really five fundamental core pieces of it um and depending on who you are and where you're at in, in life like you you'll resonate with different angles of the tools right so each one of these concepts has its own tool that when used comprehensively is the warrior's way system but it takes a minute right it takes a good year for a person to be able to install all these and once they do it's it's game fucking over like there's nothing anyone has that can compete with what we have nobody like i don't care who they are but the learning curve to learn it like all things that are worth it takes a minute right? Which means you got to be in our program to be consistent with us for about a year to 18 months. And I'll give you another 25 years of your life. And I'll give it to you at high level. And I'll give it back to you. And God, I'll give it back to you at the highest prosperous level you've ever experienced. Only you'll have it across the board of body being balanced and business at the same time. So for us going and making that available now for the first time, we've actually done a couple interesting things. One, we stripped all um, 95% of language out of it, right? Because I say fuck a lot. And these are things, right? And we have a lot of people who want to leverage, including a ton of churches, want to leverage a curriculum because it's the most practical, implementable system that a lot of these pastors have ever had access to. Or you can read the Bible on Sunday, you can worship, it's fantastic, but this is like a practical system to accessing God every day and allowing men, particularly women too, we have a lot of women in our program now, to do like life, to actually make, to be liberated. The same we're using it is you can be saved and still be a slave, Right. So great, you accepted Jesus Christ, congratulations, I appreciate it, so have I, and your life still sucks ass, so what do you want me to tell you? Like, you can keep preaching and worshiping on Sunday, but if you don't start doing some shit differently with your life, your marriage isn't gonna turn around because you asked for blessing, right? Fundamentally, people have to operate differently. You have to change the way you think, you have to operate. Can God give you that? Yeah. So we were looking at this, and we had so many churches reaching out, but again, I'm pretty intense, right? I got the language, I got the tattoos, I say fuck a lot, I have no filters, and I do whatever. So corporate America and a lot of church world have wanted to leverage our tools, but it's difficult because once they put it into the congregations or their executive teams, people are like, who the fuck is this guy? This is like so against HR, he can't possibly, why are we looking at this? They're like, no, 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 just ignore all the cussing, and, it, yeah. and it'll, it'll work. So we actually are going back, the books we're taking to the market the 1st of January have 95% language stripped out, still very intense, but I have specific writers on my team who are going through and they're using still all my own language, but we're stripping out the fucks and the motherfucks and some things like this that, that normally is the way I talk. So we're stripping that out, number one. Number two, we're adding biblical back scripture to back every single chapter across all six books to show this is biblically sound in everything we're teaching and talking about. Nothing that we're speaking about in the Warriors way is contradictory to God's word. So that's the second piece. And the third piece we're adding, which we didn't have when we first wrote them, is we're adding witnesses, meaning making the books multi-voiced, where it's Garrett's story, but we're also adding in and blending in the stories of other men and women who have lived the Warriors way on each chapter so that people can see this is bigger 
than just Garrett after a decade. It's not just Garrett's voice uh, anymore. And then the last piece we're doing in the audio recording is we're bringing in um, multiple, about 20 different voices reading the books, men and women who will take the final product and we'll spend an entire week together. And I'll fly people in, they'll read for half a day. We'll edit it down, then they're gone. Read it so that the actual audio experience is a we experience. The books are a we experience. And Garrett can still do Garrett the way he does it. My way, still got those books in my language and all the fucks and motherfucks and all the other things I like to say. And then we've got this other offer that allows people to take the curriculum and the science that we know works so well. And I don't have any ego in it. I'm like, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me as long as people get, as long as people are learning and growing. My aggressive energy are really attractive to a lot of people and completely turns some people off. And so we just want to create another version of this that allows for people who may be very intimidated by me, um, be more connected to one of our facilitators or one of our qualified or, or trained trainers uh, and give them the ability. So that's the reason why the books are going public yeah. that way in January. And are you launching them all at once? Or are you going to sequence them out over a period of months or years? Or what does that look like? Uh, I haven't thought about that. Won't be over years for sure. Um, I would imagine we'll probably launch them all at the same time. Um, I can't see us putting any strategy together. It's like, let's roll out one every month over the period of time. Yeah. I, I think we'll probably, it's been, the content and curriculum's been out long enough. Uh, yeah. we'll, you know, we'll probably just release them all at the same time. Just build momentum behind it. That makes sense. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening and saying, geez, this sounds like a massive project. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is this, why is this so important to you? And why do you feel like this is such an important thing for the, for the business and kind of the next phase of the business? Like why spend all this time and do this? Uh, so like you have two kinds of businesses. You have businesses that you, you run to make money, which are great. I have some of those, like, like I feel really called to them, but I, you know, they're really profit centers. And then you have businesses that are profit centers, but they're also part of your legacy and you, what you feel is you're calling to pump the planet. Um, right. Or so like, that's me, like, you know, Steve Jobs, they want to dent the universe. I want to pump the planet. That's all like he wanted to dent the universe, bigger, bigger vision than me. I want to, I want to pump the planet. And <clears throat> the crazy part about what we're, what we're doing is, is we're allowing warrior to have an identity beyond me. Um, my personality is really big. Uh, obviously like the original, I'm the number one case study, I live in the warrior's way. So like my voice is going to constantly be in it. But if we had it the way I want it to be, by the time my, you know, my youngest, my wife's pregnant with our fifth. So we're going to have a baby in January. By that time, I'm 45. That means I'm going to be 63, 64 by the time my baby graduates from high school. So I'll be like that fit, sexy, 60-something-year-old. People are like, say, Grandpa? I was like, hell no. That's, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not a little one's father. They're like, yeah. Like, yep, you got this. By that point, the message of Warrior is so powerful and the tools are so powerful that people don't really know. They have to look it up on a wiki to figure out who started it. They're like, who's this guy that started this? It's like the Calvary Chapel movement that happened in Christianity. It started here in Southern California. Like Warrior as a message has been going for 10 years. 55,000 clients impacted by this, living this at a very deep level. And millions have been impacted around them just from our messages and the shares. We watch what happens with our challenges. So like for me, the push is just the next step forward, as well as the collapsing of all six of our apps into one app which will launch in January too. All of these are the initiative to, to really accelerate the ability of getting this message out and having this message be something that people of many different walks of life can find and go, okay, I can do this. You know, like Chandler, the way Ch if Chandler is a, a, a warrior trainer and he's been certified in this, Chandler, the way Chandler talks, I like Chandler. He's a Clemson fan. 
he's like, you know, he's younger, he's more hip than this old bastard with the gray beard. I don't like that guy, but I like Chandler. He's got great teeth. You know, he still wears the old AirPods. I don't know why he's doing that. He's got the old ones. I don't know why he does that. They're long. They look like long dangly earrings, but you know, whatever. Chandler's still trying to figure his shit out a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. So like in that place of like whoever it is, like giving him a chance to be able to say, hey, Chandler's my guy and they can learn the Warriors way versus what it has been and, and up yeah. till now has been either you like Garrett or you don't. And if you don't like me, then you don't like Warriors way and you don't learn it. And if yeah. you like me or you resonate with me, then you come learn it. And we're just trying to open it up to where there's hundreds of voices that are speaking it and the Warriors message can live for hundreds of years beyond me. That's great. And I love the approachability and then the putting the brand ahead of the individual coming gives us a long-term movement, right? Yeah. And it's the same thing we talk about with people in book stuff is, you know, a lot of times it's like they might not read so-and-so's book, but they might relate with you. And, and, and it's like all the people who feel like, Hey, I, I don't, I don't know if I have something to say or something that's unique. It's like, well, well, your book might be the only book that they read all year because <laughs> they relate to you, but they might not relate to Tony Robbins or to Oprah or to whoever else. Right. So a couple of final things here. This has been awesome. Where, where um, you had, you had one book and you alluded to this a little bit earlier, um, be the man it's on Amazon. And I think you pulled it off of Amazon. So what was the thought process behind publishing that there? I mean, it's got over 600 reviews, so not too shabby. And, and so I guess what was the thought process behind that book and then why pull it off Amazon and then, and then kind of exclusively sell all your books off of Amazon. And, and then you kind of already alluded to it when I come back and, and, and do the major push for all those six books. But I'm curious about like kind of that part of the process. We wrote Be the Man after our Worry Book. And I wrote Be the Man as like a smaller, more palatable, like shorter read. Because Worry Book's pretty thick. It's like 500 pages long. And so I was like, all right, well, what if we, what if we wrote a thinner book that kind of got people started and then it would lead them to the Worry Book? So that was the first intention. Uh, then, when, then my publisher at the time that we were using... Um, was kind of self-published, but not self-published. It was like they were a publishing house, but they kind of weren't a publishing house. It was kind of, it wasn't like we were dealing with like Hay House or we were dealing with some, you know, Penguin. We weren't dealing with it like a like a big time uh, publisher. So they were doing all the publishing. We were sharing revenue and splitting profits. And for a period of time, we were denoting a couple of years, 100% of our profits, the Navy Seals Fund from that book. And um, and then that that publisher went bankrupt and kept all our money. Uh, and they had set everything up on Amazon. So all of our Amazon cart store, everything, like they kept all the money that we hadn't been paid in a year. Um, and they kept all the money and then they, the, our book got depublished, right? From Amazon because they didn't keep up whatever they had to do on their backside. So at that time when it happened, you know, I was like, well, do we want to put it back online? I was like, eh, fuck it. We're not gonna put it back online. We're just going to use it as part of our own internal marketing strategy. So we just didn't put it back up and same with the worry book. We just didn't put it back up. We just kept them in house. And I decided for the next couple of years, all we're going to do is sell these inside of our programs um, because I'm more interested in people living this than I am people reading this. And because I'm more interested in people living it than I'm reading it, I just don't want this to be another book that people pick up in the airport and are like, oh, God, I read this book and it changed my life for five minutes. And then I was on to my next thing. So trying it there wasn't like some big strategy it's just we we were the the result of some poor business planning decisions on the the publisher side and so we were left a decision and that's that's what i decided to do it's kind of like how i got garrett j white right they're like how did you call yourself garrett j white where did that come from and i was like well i had garrett white.com 
I forgot the password and lost the email login for GoDaddy. I couldn't find it and I could never get it and they would never give it to me. So I just bought Garrett J. White. My middle name's James. So I was like, GarrettJWhite.com. And that's how I became GarrettJWhite.com. They're like, there's no fucking strategy. <laughs> I forgot the password for GoDaddy. So I found Jay and put it in. And now all my kids and my wife and everybody goes by their middle initial and introduce myself that way. So like when you say Garrett White, I'm like, hey, mm, Chandler, put the J in there. Put the J in there, Chandler. So did you, did you ever find the password? No, no, still don't have GarrettWhite.com. It's probably oh. expired forever ago. I don't care though, because I'm Garrett J. White. Garrett White's dead. We let him go. He's got he's it. Okay. Yeah, he's out of here. Hey, so what would you say, Garrett J. White? Uh, to those... boy. Look at that course correction. <laughs> now all we got to do is get you the AirPod Pros, and you're going to be off to the races, Chandler. I'm going to send you a little gift. Oh man, what would you say to the people who you know they're using a book as part of the core, you know, core fundamental curriculum for uh, for a program? And I mean, I hear this all the time and it's like, well, well, hold up. Well, if I just give them the book, they're not going to want to, or if they can just purchase the book, they're not going to want to get the program. Like maybe I should hold some stuff back in the book. Do I say everything? Like what's your philosophy on all that? Give them all of it. Give them all of it. The best shit you would teach or train at an event you paid $10,000 or you charge $10,000 for, put it all in your book. 100% of it in your book. And then record the audio book for it. And like, I used to feel the same way. I was like, oh, I want to hold back. Only give them a slice of pizza. You know, give them one piece of pepperoni, not the whole, it's fucking bullshit. It doesn't work, right? So here's the fun, I'll give you, let me give you an example that's outside of my realm with one of my buddies who I totally love in a deer, like in, in deer too, which is Russell Brunson, right? So Russell Brunson, great friend of mine. I spoke Funnel Hacking Live like seven straight years in a row. I'm the only guy outside of him. I've spoken there more than Tony Robbins has. Like I set Tony every single year, right? And I say I say this because like I'm in I'm infiltrated and I've been part of the backside of his books, every single book, dot-com secrets, expert secrets, traffic secrets before he launched them. I have access to these books like six months in advance. So I'm reading, giving him feedback. My wife was converted as a marketer to reading it. And the thing I kept telling Russell, I would laugh every time I fucking read his books. And people, and I would send him the same message over and over again before he was months before he released it. I was like, dude, if people just followed what you told them to do in this book, they would have no reason to pay you shit beyond the book, you would think. But here's what we know. People won't read it. So that's number one. This is an unfortunate thing with books. People get the books, they'll read a bit, and then they just want more help. So the more you put in there, the more detail it actually reverses. You give them the whole pizza, they realize they're overwhelmed and they want more help. So this is a natural default. By giving them all the good shit for the cheap thing, they naturally want to buy more from you. So that's number one. Number two, when you give it this way, you'll promote the book harder because you know what you've given them is quality shit. It's not some 17-person compilation, I paid $4,000 for a shitty book book right? You put all your good shit in, which means you're going to market so much harder because when people, when you think about the blood, sweat, and tears and what you put in it, you'll want to hit people with the book and go, do you not fucking know what's in this thing? I have given you all the clues. So there's number two reason. Number three, it actually, by doing this, people will actually trust you more. Some people can read two chapters of your book and they want everything from you. Some people need to read the whole book and then they need to listen to the book two more times. And there are people who have listened to Warrior Book, for example, five, six, seven times. And these same individuals eventually invested dollars $200,000, $300,000 in it, right? But they needed their time to process what was being said. So the coolest thing about putting all the good stuff in 
is number one, it eliminates your scarcity and it lets you recognize that your information is not where the value is. Mm. Implementation and results yes. from your information is where the value is. Yeah, and yeah. giving people the knowledge does not guarantee they will do what's required to get the results. So we're no longer in a time where your information is so special. Yeah. We're in a day and age where results are everything. So if you can put it in a clean, simple map and give it to them, and then the next natural step is, well, hey, I read this. I read expertsecrets.com. I read the warrior box. I read we live by code. You know, I read, you know, Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And what do I naturally want to do? Well, I want to be part of Hell's community. I want to go to Funnel Hacking Live. I want to go to Worry Week, like whatever the thing is. People want more and giving them the best you have shows them the value of what you actually have to offer. And the worst case scenario is people read your book and they get results and they go away. And that's good karma. Yeah. And they're fired up about it. <laughs> it's uh, like my book published people come to me all the time. It's like, Hey, thank you so much. I read your book. And then I wrote and published a book. This is amazing. Best, best 15 bucks I've ever spent. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, that's a cool feeling. And I, I, I love the quote. It's, it's a uh, give away all your best stuff for free and people will pay you to tell it to them again and hold them accountable to what's in that. And so I think it's just that you're spot on, man. And we couldn't agree more on that, on that point. So uh, Garrett, knowing what you know now, Going back to the Garrett before you even wrote any of these books and all the other Garretts that are out there that are thinking, hey, maybe I've only read five books by the time I'm in college. Uh, I, I, what would your advice be to those people who are thinking about or on their journey of writing and publishing their first book? Uh, number one, you got a good system because I went through it. Uh, I saw it. You showed up my house, went through a whole lot of the, the materials and stuff here at self-publishing school is incredible. So number one, I would use the tools. And so I wouldn't try to do it. Like, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So that was a big problem. Like when we first started doing this book, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, compilation books are good, but they're not going to, you're never going to believe in a compilation book the same way. It's not, a compilation book does not force you to become something, right? So those are like two, two things. Third piece in this end is as you follow Chandler's system, as you follow the process and what he's outlining for you, understand that no matter how, no matter how, much you think it should be better it's good enough and no matter how good you think it is you will look back on it and go oh my god we should have done this this and this but guess what it will work the first time for people at that level including you and then when you come back you may rewrite dude i wrote my first book in 2015 and here we are 2021 going to 22 and I'm in my second rewrite. So like, you're going to see stuff. I mean, are you shitting me? Look at this. I want to show you something. We have a book. I have, I have 20,000 copies of this book. Let me show you this. You don't see it right away. Chandler, do you see anything wrong with the cover of this book? Now that I'm saying it to you, you might, we'll see if you can notice it. There's something that happened on the cover of this book after all the edits and after all the people and after all the work and all the team. Oh yeah. It took me a while. Bullet roof. Oh, Bullet roof and what else? What else do you oh, see? Man, bullet uh, roof is a bad one. Where's the other thing on here? There, these these mistakes should never have happened. I laugh my ass off about them. Oh, oh, winning, winning, <laughs> <laughs> impossible games. Challenge yourself. Bullet roof your life. I, I mean, this like I was talking with Sean Whalen with Lions Not Sheep. He wrote the, wrote the book, <laughs> and and he's like, dude, my book went, and we'd already sold like. 
literally sold us only 15,000 copies when somebody made a comment in one of my posts and they're like, you dumbass, you don't even have page numbers on your book. And he's like, fuck those guys, give me the book. He opens it up and he goes, holy shit, we have no page numbers in the book. So listen, no matter who you are, getting this first book out is mm. very important. And just the fact that you do it puts you in a 1% club in the world. So you and people will respect the fact that you wrote it and you will respect the fact that you did it. Yeah, that's awesome. Garrett, this has been amazing. Hey, where can people go? Uh, I mean, I know it's not, uh, we're a little ways out from the relaunch and, uh, but where can they go to get your book uh, and to find out more about the warrior movement? Uh, two different places you go. Number one, if you want to check out the box, you can go to warriorbox.com. So warriorbox.com, we have the warrior box up there. You can learn all about all the books that are on it, what they're about, how they stand for it. And, uh, and or you, I can give you the audio book version of all of them uh, as part of your investment in the Wake Up Warrior Challenge. So if you go to wakeupwarriorchallenge.com, um, we allow audiobooks are part of that during your challenge experience. You get to listen to them and you can end up picking up all the audiobooks, all six for $97 there uh, after the challenge is done if you want to keep them. So we have hundreds and hundreds of people every week that uh, that choose to take that on and then keep the audiobooks for themselves and keep listening and go from there. So warriorbox.com or wakeupwarriorchallenge.com would be your two paths. But either way, know this, like every as hard as it is for you to possibly imagine your life when uncovered is a book in the writing and in the mm -hmm. making and you publishing this book whether it's even just for your family and for your children which is why i publish a book every month this every month for the last three years i publish a book directly to my children um that's between three four hundred pages long so that my kids know exactly who i am how i got where i am they know exactly how i made it through covid they know exactly the business moves decision moves they know how my family came to Christ in the last six months and how that was a massive thing for our family and why we chose it. There's never going to be a question for my kids about how dad got where he is and why they'll be able to read it as I publish a book every month. So whether you're even doing that for yourself, which is following Chandler's process, just to publish a book about your thoughts. That's what my mom's doing right now, just because she wants to get her thoughts out before she dies. Yeah. Um, this is a time everybody should write a book. Um, even if you never try to take that book around the globe, it'll matter the world. Even if the world never sees it, it'll matter the world to your family and to the people who are closest to you. So get after it, follow the process. It's a pain in the ass, but it works. And when you do it, you'll feel so much better about yourself. <laughs> oh, preach. Garrett J. White, you're the man. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks for having me today. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the Self-Publishing School Podcast. I know there's so many places that you can be spending your time. There's other podcasts that you could be listening to, YouTube channels that you could be watching. Uh, so thank you so much. It means the world. Now, I want you to do three things right now if you found this episode. All right, number one, I don't know if you know this, but we've got a YouTube channel. It's a companion channel to this podcast. All the video versions of the episode are on the YouTube channel. So number one, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Number two, if you're listening to this podcast, wherever, whether this is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, number two, I want you to subscribe to this podcast right now so you don't miss a future episode. Uh, and then number three, this is probably the most important, uh, leave a review on the podcast. All right. Reviews are super important and help the podcast get discovered by other people. Uh, so number three, leave a review on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode. If you're on the fence about scheduling a publishing consultation call with my team, maybe you're not quite ready uh, for that, I've got some free training that I think will be really helpful for you. 
All right, all you have to do is go to register to sign up. Go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. When you do, you're also going to get a free digital copy of my new book, Published. And on that training, you're going to learn the next step, so how to implement with your book. So how to write, how to publish, how to launch successfully. So go to register right now at selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. I'll see you there.